Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. So there'll be something from the week when it was recorded, some games, movies and TV, and maybe some other stuff. If you're watching us on YouTube, thanks. If you're subscribing on YouTube, bigger thanks. Subscribing helps the channel, helps us, and ultimately that helps you. So, you know, it's a win-win for everybody. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline Podcast. Ooh, right then. Man. What a time to be alive, eh? A terrible, awful time to be alive. But still, what a time to be alive. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, my hair out. You know, a job that could have been done before I pressed record, so... You guys can thank me later. I'm sure. Really weird uh, list this week. Um, and when I say really weird, I mean basically there's nothing on it. Entertainment-wise, there's nothing really on it. Um, as for stuff, there is stuff. Um, it's, it's, yet again it's late um, I feel very stressed um, it's late I've still got stuff to do um, like jobs I've still got jobs to do and it's already late by the time I finish doing this it'll be even later I've still got jobs to do even later might go to bed at some point. Um, yeah. So, it's been a funny old week. Um, obviously, that's the point in time where I remember something that's not on the list. Make a little note. Um, so, there was a birthday, my eldest had a birthday, um, so we were celebrating like Thursday and Friday last week, um, Thursday was mostly just like, you know, presents, presents, um, so there was that, um, Cakes and things, you know how it goes. Birthday, innit? Balloons. Uh, Friday went to. Uh, we've got a an indoor uh, mini golf. I'm trying to think what it was called. We've got an indoor mini golf type placed. Oh, I do that always. Oh, excuse me. 
thought it'd be cool, so it'd be cool to do like a a birthday type thing. Um, so booked a little while ago to go there. Um, wasn't overly sure how it would work with like the lockdown tiers. Um, but luckily still open, the booking still stood, we went, um, had a bit of trouble getting there, traffic was insane, no known reason. Um, so yeah, and we got there, I think it was as we were going through the door, I saw a little kid, like it's next door to a bowling place. And they're like joined. So I saw this kid going from like the golf place to the bowling place. And he was carrying tickets. And I was like, hmm, what is the situation here? And all I could think was like arcade machines that give you tickets. Um, and I've only ever really had the experience of arcade machines that give tickets in America. Um, but made a mental note of it and that was that went upstairs stood queuing to go in and there was a lot of uh, arcade machines and you look and it's like hmm could be a thing so we got in we got like yeah we're booked in and they explained how things work you've got to wear your mask um, there was three different courses each was nine holes put your scores in blah blah blah, blah. so we walked down um, got the middle daughter to pick which course we were going to do and uh, and that was that it looks like like one of the courses looked super elaborate um, I feel we picked what could be considered to be like a beginner's course which was good they'd never played before certainly not like that sort of style um, so away we went. In hindsight, um, there's probably an age, not limit, not restriction, but past a certain age, and I mean below a certain age, the difficulty is probably quite high swinging a club hitting a ball so on and so forth my eldest um, is of an age where I would have thought it would be relatively um, easy for her and admittedly she she could just about do it you know some there's a couple of times I was like turn the club around um, but that's one of those if you don't know you don't know do you? you know if you haven't ever played golf or of a variety you don't know which way around the head of the putter goes um so things like that and there was times where it's like right you're gonna have to really whack this and obviously the coordination involved to get a really good hit things like that but she managed it um i had helped the the middle daughter uh, with her swings and shots and stuff but with that we managed to get round um, so 
all in all not too bad the middle daughter not overly understanding many of the parts of it um, but you know I, I think she enjoyed it uh, we had a good time and what made it the best for everybody was that I won uh, honestly that surprised me a lot because I, I didn't win a lot of the holes um, I did a sneaky thing on one of the holes it like it, it sort of it, it wanted you to like go through a rock and, and go around a, another rock and all this that and the other but I saw that the the course was also laid out in a certain way that if you just went round all the rocks and hit the ball into the corner it would bring you right round next to the hole as I bet this can be done in two shots um, so stuff like that um, and there's these things that you can press to get like more points on certain holes and stuff like that so we did we did the golf and it was good and it was good fun um, and I think I believe everyone enjoyed it so, uh, certainly sounded like it um, we had X amount of time there so I was like let's check out the arcade system various different things they've got the the, th the mini basketball where you shoot they've got mini bowling um, throw balls at clowns um, their thing that was like a test your strength but it turned out that it wasn't a test your strength it was it required finesse but gave you no information so it was a bit of a bit of an odd one these like giant pianos you know, it's like, like play a piano type game that um mario kart but you actually drove um drove the car rather than using like a controller or something air hockey and all sorts of stuff but a lot of the machines gave you tickets for certain things like a high a higher score um getting like throwing balls at these clown things can get so many downs depending on how many points you got depending on how many tickets you got and so on and so forth well that was it the moment i realized that there was like an incentive involved you know winning tickets and stuff i'm like right we've, we've got to do this and you know it's one of them in it you look at right i'll get 10 quid in change and you know there's a part of me and you know other people i'm sure that would be like 10 pounds a lot of money but honestly you know you buy two cups of coffee for a tenner at this point in time so you know here's a pound for you and a pound for you oh you know some of the some of the change came in 10 p's and they were like the the 10 p machines i can't think what they're called where you put them in and the money falls through um makes a big pile of money I mean, in at, at the beach, they're called 2P machines. But these were 10P machines. It was a, a richer thing. Even they gave you tickets. So, uh, yeah. We had £10 worth of fun. But really, by that point, we started, we started getting into the groove of it. And our £10 was gone. So I was like, you know what? 
I'm prepared to spend another £10 to have more fun. Because um, it was fun. It was fun. Um, so we did that. Totted up all our tickets. And uh, for my for my £20 investment, I managed to get two slinkies. My point here is, though, how what is the value of fun? Like I was saying... £20 is that really a lot of money when you're talking about having fun I am denied the other day about buying a book it was £4.80 I think and it took me two days to actually get up the courage to buy that book um, by it was by one of my favourite authors and it was a the, the new book in a series and I'm like I mean can I, can I justify the £4.80 spent £20 in the arcade in I don't know an hour or something can you put a price on the fun though that's my question I don't know if you can it was a lot of fun got a lot of enjoyment happy children there is no value you can put on happiness for your children so money I was happy to part with I was a little miffed the next day when the baby had managed to tangle one of the slinkies like freaking thing cost me 10 quid um, however flip side super impressed when I managed to untangle it so you know ain't my first rodeo though is it you think that's the first slinky I've untangled <laughs> think again my friend so those were those things um, well after the farming museum for a Halloween thing uh, next day we did Halloween because that's the event that we've had in the last week other than birthdays it was Halloween um, we went super overboard on the Halloween real mixed bag um, I have this belief that people put so much into Christmas and what I mean so much onto Christmas not into it so much onto Christmas and what I mean by that is the moment the children go back in September that's all some people focus on it's Christmas now it isn't I remember a time when September was still summer like full-blown summer so if you've got your sunglasses and your shorts on it's not time to have a conversation about Christmas believe me and that I think is because people haven't got enough in their lives enough to look forward to enough to be excited about enough to enjoy enough to whatever and that's because we don't make we don't make a bigger deal about the other things you've got two events between September and Christmas Halloween bonfire night make Halloween a bigger deal make bonfire night a bigger deal 
more stuff to look forward to then Christmas isn't that much of a big deal anywho so we we went hard on Halloween got loads of decorations I got loads of props loads of ideas for games loads of um, like prizes and, and chocolates and and all of that we did the lot uh, everybody had well, no that's not true all the children had costumes um, I'd considered a costume but you know you're in some kind of lockdown situation does anybody really care what my costume is so we had a bit of a problem with the fact that my eldest was like yeah let's do Halloween I'm all, I'm, I'm all in on this um, obviously the youngest loves, loves putting a costume on absolutely loves wearing a costume uh, she dressed up as a cat not her first rodeo she loves dressing up as a cat middle child literally it's like don't want anything to do with this everything's scary everything's terrifying everything's going to get me everything's going to eat me I'm just going to be scared from the minute I get out of bed and I was like I sat down and I had a conversation with her and I said to her there's going to be nothing scary we made sure of that there's going to be nothing but fun it's just going to be fun from the minute you step out of bed to the minute you go to bed um, but she was having none of it so and it's, and it's hard to it's hard to negotiate it's hard to deal with when you've got one child who's like desperately trying to have fun and another child that's desperately trying not to I guess it's it's, it's hard um, first activity apple bobbing honestly you know when you think oh let's do that because I remember that as a as a thing you know we did as kids I remember hating it I remember hating bobbing for apples and you know something I did it the other day and in what's probably 30 years my opinion of that game has not changed hate it it's nothing to do with everyone and I do mean everyone else being better than me eh? I couldn't get my face to work properly I couldn't there was some kind of brain face barrier I couldn't get my face to work to do what I, I needed to do to, to get the apples oh one apple and that was because it had a long stalk on it um, we did all sorts there was uh, there was a, a, a Halloween scavenger hunt you know find the find so many skeleton hands and find uh, a skull and a gravestone and broomstick witch's hat all that that was really good <coughs> um there was decorations like spiders, cobwebs everywhere, and um, scary masks that you know aren't scary, I suppose. Um, there was a treasure hunt, which is different to a scavenger hunt. There was uh, pin the smiley face on the p 
pumpkin Halloween quiz uh, what's in the box not not like seven though what's in the box what's in the box not that no um, you know um, where you you have like something that's supposed to be you know feel the witch's hair feel this feel that it's just bowls of food essentially um, I had a, a, a movie wanted to do like like a children's Halloween movie and we were like Adam's family that is absolutely gotta be Halloween movie um, but couldn't get the agreement on that one so went with uh, went with a different film which I'll come to um, so yeah Halloween uh, I was about to say Halloween it's a bing thing for all you parents out there um, Halloween bit of a mixed bag but I would say, in general, like there were times like when the the middle child was scared and it's like managed to sort of bring her around a bit, and there was points where she didn't want to do stuff, and it's like, well, you know, and then you know managed to get her to like for the scavenger hunt, she had no interest in the scavenger hunt, um, but so I give her the list and the pen, get her to tick stuff off straight away, interested. So you know, it's uh, yeah, it was it was all right. I thought. Uh, now I've mentioned it a couple of times, um, and I'm just going to mention a little bit about it. You know me, don't like to dwell. Um, was announced at the weekend that yes indeed we are going back into a countrywide lockdown uh, for four weeks and then that quickly turned to four weeks as a minimum but then apparently we've now gone back to oh it's definitely only going to be four weeks uh, obviously we're not closing the one thing that is making the numbers go up so I'm sure this one's going to go well um, I get the distinct impression that this lockdown isn't going to be like the last one and by that I don't mean all the people who have announced on Facebook that this is the lockdown that they're going to get fit on no, that's not what I'm talking, to, talking about. Talking about, I think this is the one where people are going to be like, eh, I know you're saying it's a lockdown, but it doesn't really apply to me, does it? That's the kind of thing I think is going to be happening in this one. Um, I saw a thing the other day about people saying, uh, you know, this is so that we can enjoy Christmas, and then people criticising, saying, it shouldn't be about so we can enjoy Christmas. It should be about so we can get back to normal. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of mixed opinions. Um, I don't think I should share my opinion. 
yeah let's let's leave that one there and move on shall we um so i've got this weird thing at the moment for my eldest my eldest really loves uh, a treasure hunt um and asks for one for a birthday can you do me a treasure hunt so to find my present and you know the older she gets the the harder she wants it to be but not too hard uh, and every now and then i get one clue just way off um, and you know i tried to hit a right low on like i say you know one out of like 16 clues i don't think is too bad and uh, she, she never has to be told them she does get there in the end but on the day in question in the morning i went for a big run by the time came to doing the uh treasure hunt scavenger hunt whatever you want to call it my sciatica was having a field day and there was a point where the, the clue she was on meant that she had to go upstairs so she went upstairs and i was walking up the stairs and i was like jesus and i i said at one point i was like i tell you this much i hope we don't have to go up and down stairs too many times today because i am struggling and the thing i noticed and this is obvious this is obviously an age thing and you know uh, a weight thing but definitely more an age thing um pain honestly like from the waist down like right now my left shin hurts there you go somebody want to you know chime in on this one uh, give me a reason i've got I've got some kind of like Achilles thing going on that in my right foot there are certain positions certain like, like I was trying to tie a shoe the other day and more often than not I'll, I'll sit down to tie a shoe that wasn't an option the other day so I was bending down to tie a shoe agony absolute agony in the old Achilles um today pain above the knees not painful knees pain above the knees the sciatica is just beyond just beyond anything so here's the thing i'm in pain like certainly lower half of the body there's a lot of pain going on a lot of the time feet hurt uh, knees um, you know it's, it's uh, everything uh, everything not all at the same time because that would be crazy and unbearable random things at random points in time non-stop when I go for a run I don't have any of it to me I would have thought that would have been the time for things to hurt I set off for a run and I'm like don't, don't know. I mean I should probably you know touch wood because that would make running even more unbearable um, 
been running. I've had a, I've had a, a, a few long runs now. Um, Double-edged sword, obviously, you know. Completed them. No stopping. Big, big thumbs up and all that sort of jazz. But, and I had this conversation the other day. Thing about doing something like that, you know, you do it and you don't stop and you're like, that's an achievement. Big thumbs up. Well done, me. Straight away, it's kind of, you know, you view it and other people view it as, you're going to have to go further now, aren't you? If you were able to do it, if you managed to do it, you're going to have to go further. And already I'm like, I mean, you know, do I need to go further? I don't know where I would go. Actually, I had a thought this morning. I didn't want to go a particular way for a run. And I had a thought about going to a completely different area and running that area. But then I wasn't sure how far it would have been. Would have involved a big hill as well. Probably wasn't meant to be. I'm sure it'd be fine. So, Monday today, you know what happens on a Monday, don't you? This guy gets weighed. Had a bit of a weird, the, the last week has been a weird one. Food-wise, last week I'd basically given up eating. Um... Like there were days where I'm like, right, I'm gonna get back from my run. I'm gonna have, uh, you know, have a shower and then have some breakfast, and then I check, like, you know, get like logged on for work and stuff, and be like, ah, oh, I've got a meeting first thing. I've got a training session first thing. It's all right though, because it's only for an hour and a half. And then I'm then I'm straight into a meeting, so on and so forth. So I was missing breakfast left, right, and centre. But then there was points where I was like, oh, I've, I've missed breakfast and lunch. So, you know, I'll have my tea. Then there was a couple of days where I was like, mm, I didn't have breakfast or lunch and it's half ten, so I'm probably not going to eat any tea. So, that was the majority of the week. Very stressful time, a lot of stress what going on food wasn't a top priority get to the back end of the week and all of a sudden there's this mad panic like my body's like oh no next week is going to be super stressful and i know what you're like you're probably not going to be eating stuff so i need to get a big feed now as AFP. So suddenly I'm like, let's eat everything. So I was eating the naughty foods. Sure, there was some bread in there. Yeah, I think there was some bread. Might have even been some crisps. Jeez, can you believe it? So it's Monday. I'm like, does one offset the other? Not eating versus eating lo loads and, and, and some of it's bad. 
What's the deal here, people? Let's find out. About to get in the shower. Been for my run. Get the scales, and I'm like, I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to gauge this one. So my scales are electric, and what they do is you step on, and they um and ah for a good few seconds before they give you an answer. They're like, maybe you've lost weight, but maybe you're still fat. Let's find out, shall we? That's what the scales say. Every now and then, the scales like, you weigh this much. Instant, instantly it tells you. Now, before going and getting weighed, this isn't something I often do. Before going and getting weighed, I check to see what I weighed last Monday. So I looked and I was like, oh, that's actually lower than I thought. This probably isn't going to be good. So I was worried and I was like, let's, let's, let's look at it this way. The two offset each other, so if we've lost no weight but haven't put any on, let's call that a win. So that was the agreement. Stepped on the scales and it instantly gave me the answer. Rather than umming and ahhing and dicking around, it instantly gave me an answer. And that answer was that I lost four pounds. It's like, huh? Obviously, as I'm sure you can imagine, very happy. And, I'm sure you can imagine, I've now given up eating for life. Clearly the only way. It's the future. Not eating is definitely the future. Um, what it does mean is I'm two pounds away from a stone. Not lost, but like the next stone. Obviously, you can guess my objective this week get those two pounds um, anybody want to guess what I had for breakfast today so that's kind of the week in a nutshell <laughs> Nut. um, I've got three uh, no I've got four movies on my list Three of the four I've seen before, so I'm not going to dwell on. The fourth one I'd never seen before, and I watched it. We'll talk about it. Pardon me. Pardon me, you. Pardon you, me. Um, so the Halloween movie ended up being The Wizard of Oz. Uh, I rented The Wizard of Oz. I've seen it before. We'll admit this, though years ago and I mean I was a child the last time I saw The Wizard of Oz it's just not not up there on my list of sit down and watch movie I know what I'll watch Wizard of Oz got to, I've got to be honest on this one it's not it's not going to be top of my list but with having like children with having like um, a child if not children you know um, who has an interest in in the movies in the films as do stroke did I um, get the opportunity to see these things through their eyes and uh, there's been these conversations about The Wizard of Oz and there have been these conversations about how uh, similar in a lot of ways to Charlie Chocolate Factory. Similar in a lot of ways to... 
the other film that I said it was very much similar to that I can't remember the name of right now which is going to be annoying because now the now it doesn't make sense what's that other film she likes it'll come to me maybe just not on this podcast and that'll really annoy you guys as well um and it's you know the the songs and colour and you know, it's just that sort of style that it was kind of like, yeah, definitely her sort of thing. Um, tell you this much, I have not seen it for a long time. Uh, I obviously watched it with different eyes. Um, proper amazing film. Really amazing, because each of the scenes in that film is done on like a set piece so they'll have had to like make each individual set for each individual part of that film and some of the bits are amazing like uh, this the fact that like all of the backdrops are, are painted like they're huge paintings to signify that people are going off into the distance and stuff and i was just very much in awe of the way that film was made um, and I think you know like these films have these sort of effects um, for her on her uh, I don't so um, for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory the effect for her was that she read the book uh, or had the book re read to her and thoroughly enjoyed the book and then the opportunity to see it transferred to film, um, you know, there, there, there was a proper wow factor there for her. And as I said at the time, you know, I thoroughly enjoyed watching her watch it. Um, and I don't know if I need to say spoilers on this one, but. Uh, obviously there's a bit where it goes from her being in Kansas to being in Oz and the bit where she opens the door and it goes from black and white to being in colour and I sort of said to her I was like oh, you know, there's movie magic for her and again as a concept that concept is amazing and you know obviously the colour that is in that film is so vibrant um, to go from black and white to that level of colour is so striking. Um, truly amazing. So, um, yeah, I, I feel I watched The Wizard of Oz with different eyes this time and got a different sort of enjoyment from it. Um... There was a question about whether we would watch like the remake of it. Uh, James Franco. I think it was. Is it a Sam Raimi film? It's Bruce Campbell's in it. Don't want to look it up. Now I do want to look it up though, don't I? Meh. Um, to keep me. Uh, Occupied. I watched both the Sherlock Holmes films. 
Uh, films that I've previously enjoyed. I definitely saw one. If not both of them at the cinema. I remember going to the cinema to see one of them. I don't remember which one. I think it was the second. Um, on Boxing Day one year. There was a point in my life where I, I, I was like. I go to the cinema on Boxing Day. I used to think that Boxing Day was boring. So I wanted something to fill the time. And the cinema was open. There was a time in my life where I lived round the corner from the cinema. So, uh, I remember seeing it at the cinema. And I was thinking about it today and I couldn't piece it together. As a memory, I couldn't quite piece it together. Um, the first one, I watched it again. haven't seen it for a long time. It's a film I've seen a few times. Again, another Guy Ritchie movie. That's, you know, not... I think I said last week, was it? It's a Guy Ritchie film, but not a Guy Ritchie film. Um, the first one is very enjoyable. Watched it again. Was like, you know something? That right there is an enjoyable little film. Some of the things that I think stand out and this is this might be a bit of a divide. You know, how recently I've been talking about how you get British actors playing Americans, and the whole thing is why don't you just get an American to play an American? Because you know, the accent is usually what lets the process down. I think I have to commend Robert Downey Jr. on his. <coughs> Because you want to say British accent, but I think the way they've got round it very cleverly is they've given him a how do I say it's like a, a posh British accent, but because of the way that it's posh and the way that he speaks, it then goes very well about hiding the fact that he that he's not British. So I think that's very well done. The first film, very well done. Um, it's all pieced together very nicely. Watch the second one. And I remember having seen the second one originally, having seen it again, and then watching it today, I was like, the second one is just, it, it's just incomprehensible. I think that the, it feels very much like because they had a success with the first one, they felt that they had to follow it up quite nicely. But it feels like they didn't know how. There's this whole thing that is like another woman in it that's different to the, the one because the you know all of that. And the whole time I'm like, what exactly is her role in this film? There was something about, you know, a brother. And again, there, there was a lot of, what exactly is the point to this? Ultimately, part of that story is very simple. A guy wants to have a monopoly over certain things. It's like, well, that makes a lot of sense. 
just the way they go about some of the stuff it's like yeah um so as a, as a something to watch perfectly fine perfectly enjoyable something to understand mm, yeah maybe not um so i watched a film that i've not seen before but i've had on a list for a while um <coughs> i watched a film called gold um matthew mcconaughey I'm enjoying Matthew McConaughey stuff at the moment. Um, obviously, there was The Gentleman, which he was in. Um, I feel like I've seen something else with him in recently. I always enjoy the parts he plays. Um, so, this was an option of something to watch. I put it on a list. Been there a little while. I was like, come on, let's get this watch. So, I meant to go back and check because it feels like a based on a true story but I don't think it was and I don't think at any point in time did it say that it was based on a true story which would lead me to think that maybe it wasn't maybe it was just a story I'm just looking because I don't want to tell you wrong but at the same time I'm not sure where I would find the information I'm going to go out on a limb and say that I don't think it's I don't think it's a true story. I don't think it's based on a true story. I think it's just a film, which is fine. Um, basic premise being Matthew McConaughey is a guy who works for a, uh, well, I think his father owns the company. Yeah, his father owns the company, um, and it's like a like what prospecting turned into it's like companies and they find places to dig and they go and they dig and they find metals materials things like that things that people need out of the ground they get back in for these digs and obviously once they dig up whatever metal it is whatever you know precious stones or whatever then obviously there's money to be made um fast forward x number of years the dad dies, he inherits the company, the market takes a turn, and you know, they're not in an office anymore, they're working out of a bar. Um, and he gets involved with this geologist who believes that he can find gold in Indonesia. And basically it goes from there, and the, the story is that they go through the finding of the gold, no no look money's running out they find ways to make the money work uh, and then they strike gold and there's this you know they, they find the evidence that there's a lot of gold in Demdare Hills and then it kind of takes a turn so it's like a uh, like a big business thing like the big business guy wants to screw the little guy out of the little guy's claim on the business um, and 
succeeds, but then the little guy fights back. And I was like, is it a rags to riches, to rags film? And in some ways, yes. But then, was it a rags to riches, riches to rags, rags to riches story? In some ways, yes. But there was another element, and, and, and I was trying to work out, <coughs> and I, I get criticised for this, not, you know, not living in the moment, not enjoying the film, just trying to work out what the twist is. Um, but I was very much like, well, what kind, what, what are we doing here? And then it dawned on me, and I was like, oh, I see. Very enjoyable film, I, re I really did enjoy it. Um, Matthew McConaughey's portrayal um, he's put on a lot of weight he's bald and he's got messed up teeth um, and yeah you know leans into a lot of that side of the character um, alcoholic smokes constantly all I could think was can you imagine as an actor playing a role where you've got to smoke that much like he smoked non-stop <sighs> jeez so very enjoyed I really a uh, film I really enjoyed um, yeah I would heartily recommend that film available on Prime right now um, so if you've got Prime, no excuse not to watch it because it's free. Chicken dinners all around in it. Computer games, one of those things. Um, along with eating, uh, computer games have gone a little bit out the window this week. Um, just haven't been able to find the motivation to be able to turn the. I'm, I'm leaning towards the Xbox at the moment. For various reasons, just not find being able to find the motivation to turn the Xbox on. Um, sometimes that's because it's eleven o'clock at night and I can't be bothered to sit there and wait for it to boot up and like, load a game and get into a game when I know I'm going to have to turn it off not long after that. Sometimes I've just not had the the inclination to play anything. Um, but what I can say is this, I bit the bullet and I finally finished Gears of War 4. Uh, what I will say there is I had made the decision to not play it anymore. Um, however, I did uh, I did go back to it and uh, I was right, it turned out I was basically right at the end. A um, couple of bits at the back end of the game that made it a bit more bearable, um, some big robots. Um, however, uh, I do largely still stand by my statement of those games just bore me. Um, I feel that as a franchise, just super stagnant. Um, on the flip side, I really fancy playing um, Gears Tactics, but I don't know if I mentioned previously, I downloaded it through Game Pass and when I went to play it it told me that it wasn't available I was like 
oh, here's an idea don't put it on your system then don't have it available on your service if the game isn't available very strange um, I finished that deleted it immediately that sounds worse because I deleted it so I had space to install Gears of War 5 why you ask I don't know sure somewhere along the line somebody told me that Gears of 5 was well worth playing but this is a statement from a man who's just said that these games bore into tears so I don't know last I checked it hadn't installed it might have done by now who knows um, I, I don't know I don't know what to tell you on that one there's some part of me that feels like uh, I just have to play those games and there's some part of me that hates the other bit so I, th I don't know I don't know get back to me on that one uh, I played a little bit of Forza Motorsport 7 um, I've been unlocking cars I've been doing races you know that's kind of, kind of what those games are about again another game I don't really know what to say about it um, I've still not been able to take off the assists uh, I think I just I think I just know that I'm not I'm not gonna be able to do it. I know what those games are like. So for now, I'm happy just driving with the assists on. Um, the one game I haven't played is uh, Dishonored Two, um, largely because I don't feel that I have the mental capacity to be able to play that game at the moment. I do want to get back to it. It's not like I've gone, I'm never playing that game again. Um, I do want to get back to it. That is my intention. Um, I just need some brain space to be able to do that. Um, and now at the moment brain space is limited that is basically that uh, I'm sorry for the people that tune in for the entertainment side of things I, I honestly do feel like I've let you down this week um, <clears throat> I watched a movie uh, but I haven't really played much game wise unless we want to know about mobile games uh, I, I've been playing a fair amount of mobile games um, but I don't feel that's for the best I haven't played any VR it's not been the week for VR um, yeah so yeah if you're tuning for the entertainment and you feel like you've been robbed I'll try and pick up the pace for next week uh, I've got a couple of games that I fancy getting my hands on my grubby mitts on uh, and there's a couple of other games, uh, either you know new releases or on the horizon, that I'd also kind of fancy playing. But one of them I saw in Asda the other day, 
uh, and then I've checked the price on Amazon I'm pretty sure they were the same price uh, they wanted 52 pounds for watchdog watchdogs legion legions go figure um, and I am not giving anybody 52 pounds of my money for a computer game uh, so yeah I can't, I can't do that one. No, that's not happening. So, um, I think at the moment I'm probably just going to be sticking with Game Pass. Um, but that's another one that we'll have to make a decision on. There we go, peeps. Done for another week. There we go. Thank you very much, and I will speak to you next time. Bye. So there you go, what do you think to that? Another one done! Oof! I tell you, where do they go? Out into the ether, out into the world. YouTube watchers, if you're a subscriber, a big thank you to you. If you're a new subscriber, an even bigger thank you to you. Uh, and if you're about to click that subscribe button, big thanks. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com, check us out over there. There's various ways you can get in touch with us, so uh, drop us a line. Let us know how you're getting on. Let us know how you're surviving through all of the stuff that's going on. And uh, who knows, maybe we'll give you a shout and get you on the podcast. So that's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye.